welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is March 1st. Happy March, everyone. I can't believe it's March already. But on the other hand, I can't believe it's not May yet. <laughs> Hope your March is amazing. So let's continue on with this week's Come Follow Me block. Yesterday, we talked about the Lord of the Vineyard and him planting this vineyard on fruitful hill, doing everything that he could to protect, and yet it still brought forth bad fruit. We related that to parenting. It was a dualistic prophecy, talking about the apostasy of Isaiah's time and the apostasy of later years as well and the latter day. And so let's take a look at what's going to happen here, because for the rest of the chapter, Isaiah is going to talk about how that apostasy is going to continue. And he's going to talk about the depth of that apostasy. But what's interesting is in verse 26, verse 25, he promises that for all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is outstretched still. And in verse 26, we're going to see how through that apostasy and through all his children's bad choices, that the Lord is still willing to stretch forth his hand. That's something that I love about the scriptures is that for every problem that we see, for every kind of depressing thing that we see, we see that the Lord has a solution for his children. And so what's the solution for this apostasy? Verse 26 says, and he will lift up an ensign to the nations from far and will hiss unto them from the ends of the earth. And behold, they shall come with speed swiftly. None shall be weary nor stumble among them. None shall slumber nor sleep, neither shall the girdle of their loins be loosed, nor the latchet of their shoes be broken. Okay, let's pause right there and just figure out what this means before we go on to the next kind of cool prophecy. It says that the solution for the apostasy of his children is that he will lift up an ensign to the nation. The word ensign represents the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the solution to the apostasy was the restoration of the gospel, lifting up anew an ensign to the nation or the gospel for the nations. And then it says, he will hiss unto them from the ends of the earth. The word hiss there, the Hebrew word means call. And so he's going to raise up the gospel and then he's going to call to everyone from the ends of the earth. And it said they will come quickly with speed and they're going to come so quickly that they're not going to sleep. They aren't going to even undress or get in pajamas, and they're not even going to take off their shoes. That's how quickly they are all going to heed this call. Not just the call to hear the gospel, but the call to share the gospel as well. God is trying to get this enzyme out as quickly as possible. And so the next verse tells us, how he is planning to do it. If he wants to get his gospel out to all the world as quickly as possible, how can we do it? What's fascinating here is how Isaiah describes all this. Because in his day, he saw our day, yes, but he didn't have the words to describe our day because the things that exist in our day didn't exist then. So the best that he could do was to describe it using his terminology and things that he has seen. For example, later on in Isaiah, he's going to talk about chariots without number. A chariot was a moving vehicle that carried someone from one place to another in his day. And so oftentimes when I'm in traffic, I think, wow, chariots without number, because that's how Isaiah would have described 
lots of cars, right? Chariots without number. And we're going to see a similar thing here in verses 28 and 29, as Isaiah is trying to describe how the Lord is going to send forth his gospel quickly, he's going to describe it in terms that he would have known and things that he would have seen. Verse 28, whose arrows shall be sharp and all their bows bent and their horses hooves shall be counted like flint and their wheels like a whirlwind, their roaring like a lion. They shall roar like a young lion. Yea, they shall roar and lay hold of the prey and shall carry away safe and none shall deliver. Elder LeGrand Richards explained these two verses in a really cool way. Listen to what he said. Since there were neither trains nor airplanes in that day, Isaiah could hardly have mentioned them by name. However, he seems to have described them in unmistakable words. How better could their horses' hooves be counted like flint and their wills like a whirlwind than in the modern train? How better could their roaring be like a lion than in the roar of the airplane. Trains and airplanes do not stop for night. Therefore, was Isaiah not justified in saying, None shall slumber nor sleep? Neither shall the girdle of their loins be loosed, nor the latchet of their shoes be broken? With this manner of transportation, the Lord can really hiss unto them from the ends of the earth, that they shall come with speed swiftly. Such an interesting prophecy that we have there. We see even more how Isaiah was thinking when he says that this young lion, the roar of the young lion, the airplane, shall lay a hold of the prey and shall carry them away safe. The idea of a plane landing, people coming on it and it carrying them away. And then even more so, the next verse I think is really powerful, maybe powerfully sad, I'm not sure, but it says, and in that day, meaning the latter days, they the they speaking of here would be the plains, I believe. And it says, they shall roar against them like the roaring of the seas. And if they look to the land, behold, darkness and sorrow, and the light is darkened in the heavens thereof. In my mind, and again, this is just my mind, that's describing the destruction that planes have caused as well. Think about World War II and the fear that would come as people could hear planes flying over their cities, the destruction, the smoke, the darkness and sorrow that planes would have caused. So it's interesting in my mind that Isaiah is describing the benefits of that modern day technology, but also the devastating effects of that modern day technology as well. It's just something really cool that's in the scriptures. I don't know that this is going to shape or form your testimony or change your lives in any way, but I just think it's so neat to see how Isaiah spoke and ways that we can understand Isaiah with gospel understanding. So the question is, why does this matter? Why is it important? Why did Nephi take the precious time to carve these words into the golden plates? For me, it comes down to seeing what God is willing to do for his children. When we see and when we truly understand how God is consistently and constantly fighting for his children, it makes me feel the love of heavenly parents so much more strongly in my life. In fact, it feels like the last couple of chapters have all taught us what God is doing and what he's trying to do to protect his children and bring them back home to him. 
He tells us that he's going to create a shadow by day and a pillar by night, and that those things are going to be our dwelling places or our homes, our assemblies or churches and the temples. He's blessed us with those things in order to protect us and to bring us home to him. In the next verse, he talks about how even with everything that he's doing, all the fencing and the gathering and the planting, everything that he does, we still might choose to turn away from him or to walk away from him. And so then again, we see him fighting for his children. We see him with his hand outstretched still, lifting up an ensign and calling to his children from all ends of the earth. We have a father and a mother in heaven who love us dearly, whose hands are outstretched to us, who are calling us to return to use the Savior's atonement and to come to them. What these chapters teach me is that our Father in Heaven has a perfect plan that He has established for the salvation of His children. That even though we might not choose Him, He is consistently choosing us and fighting for us. The chapters of Isaiah and seeing what God has done to bring us home to Him fill me with His love. And I stand in awe of everything our Father in Heaven does to show us His love and to bring us back home to Him. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.